Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. GSD leader, I wanted to take a quick break from the show to share something super important. Did you know that employee wellness is killing businesses? According to research, 50% of employees miss one to five hours of work every week due to stress. So I'm excited to announce that we just launched a new workshop called Walk and Work. And no, we're not going to be walking and working the entire time. That would be kind of crazy. Walk and Work is an easy solution that offers an in-person workshop and program that boosts employee health, wellness, and engagement. This interactive workshop takes employees through our seven-step process to establishing healthy habits while working from home or from the office so they can be productive while also taking care of themselves. Employee wellness at work is proven to have major benefits. Numerous studies show that healthier, happier team members are more productive in life and business. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. Your actions and decisions today will shape the way you will be living in the future. If you'd like to learn more about this workshop, visit walkandwork.co and schedule a time to chat with one of our GSD experts. That's walkandwork.co. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome to The Decision from Nashville EO, where you will hear the rest of the story after tough decisions were made by entrepreneurs who faced adversity and lived to tell about it. Hi, Robert Hartline here with Eric Jackson with The Decision, the Nashville Entrepreneur Organizational's podcast to help you with that decision that place and time where you're stuck and sometimes you need some help you go to form and say listen fellas and ladies i need some help i don't know what to do and you walk in and you do a presentation they like to call it the deep dive and the reason we do this podcast is for our younger selves to help other entrepreneurs on a decision that we need to make. Miss Angela Prophet here. What's up? <laughs> what is going on? Now tell us, tell us a little bit about Angela. Yes. How long you been in EO? I've been in EO since 2013 or 14. I did Catalyst prior to that. So I've, mm. I had some experience with the forum mm. and it changed my life. Mm. It How changed so? my life. How so? Oh my gosh, I had my business almost 10 years, my first business almost 10 years before joining EO. And I don't have a business degree. I went to school to be a psychologist. I worked in a mental hospital. I worked 
in, in healthcare in corporate America. And I loved helping people, but that definitely was not my calling. My family had a wedding venue for 35 years on the Gulf Coast. And my uncle was an entrepreneur, but my parents were not. My father worked the same company for 30 years and my mother was stay-at-home mom. So I didn't understand business and opportunity and the money side of it. So my friend who was a lighting designer for all of our events said, there's this thing called EO and you have to do it. You are going to be dead before you're 40 if you don't do something to better yourself. And you're on all these boards and you help all these people, but what value are you getting for you? And that hit me hard. He's like, I know you don't have time, but you're, you're spending your time doing the wrong things. And now that's what I teach. You know, here we are. It's so many years later, over a decade later, and I'm so glad I listened. He did not shut up until I went to Catalyst and learned. And I learned basically, I felt like I was getting an MBA in business, but like way better, way better. Mm-hmm. Just all, all the teachings. And so throughout the years and, and meeting other EO members and having opportunities, you know, we've pivoted and we've grown and I've been... Uh, part of, of lots of startups and lots of companies. And it's, it's been a wonderful ride. You know, what showed up for me when you said that, did you say you worked at a mental hospital? I did y'all at my first job was, I worked in a morgue and I didn't know it was with dead people. <laughs> so well, I how thought, is this a mental hospital with dead people? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So I worked at the morgue first and because I, I was getting college credit for rotations. And then because I taught this lady in gymnastics who was like 30 at the time. And I'm like, oh, my God, I hope I can do that when I'm 30 years old. You know, I was like 20. And she worked at a morgue. And she's like, I know you're in nursing school. You could come and, and get some great hands-on experience. I didn't really know what that meant. <laughs> and my parents were like, uh, yeah, I think that's great. But so it was like a college thing. And then I did work in a mental hospital in Pensacola, yeah. Florida. Well, yeah. I, you know, the mental hospital thing kind of st- stood out to me because I often think that, um, you know, entrepreneurs are just different. We are. We're just completely different. And when you're around an entrepreneur, it's like, automatically you have something you can talk about because there's some kind of story that you can instantly relate to. It's most of the time it's some crappy employee we hired, but, but, it, but it's always, but I also feel like sometimes I feel like, are we crazy? Cause are we, cause we, no. the, the things that we do is pretty remarkable. It makes you wonder why would someone do something like this unless they were a little bit off? Well, and again, because I worked in a hospital, I can, say this, you know, with all the passion in the world that we are unique. We have our own personality. And that's the number one thing the hospital taught me is that I am not crazy, even though my parents think I am and my family who are not entrepreneurial, who don't wake up with all this energy and ideas and excitement. And it's like, you have to figure out how to fuel all that energy and where does it go? And if you don't put the energy into the right people around you, it's just going to make you feel like you're, you're nothing. I mean, even driving on the way here, my friend was Marco Polo and me who's a floral designer. And he's like, I feel so defeated. And my parents, you know, they were around for the holidays. And I'm like, Jake, don't go to people for advice who've never done what you want to do. And the problem is some people, we don't know what we want because no one ever asks us. We just know what our environment raises us in. And so I always say I broke out of my show when I was like 30 because I had an opportunity to actually plan Kelly Pickler's wedding on a private island. But I had a job at at the hospital and um, I didn't have time to think about it. It was like sign a bunch of paperwork and NDAs and get on a bus and go to be on this TV show to plan this wedding. And um, I chose under 24 hours. I didn't talk to anybody. I'm like, I'm going to take this opportunity. My parents will think I'm on drugs. And they did. 
And, um, you know, why would I, why would I do that? But I can always go back. Why not? Why not take since six months off? Like I had the money saved. I did everything my parents told me to do, but EO taught me all this, how that there's nothing wrong with you. There is mental illness. And a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we bring it on ourselves because we put so much pressure on ourselves. And, and that's because we want to do good for others and we want to show up for others. And when you, again, you don't have a support system around you in the entrepreneur world, then there are negative things. And I did have patients end up in the mental hospital. And again, I learned so much from those patients of like short-term tragedy and how you can do that. But then you also have real long-term mental illness where those people you can medicate and you can have support, but they're never going to get better. Yeah. And I, I think that that experience probably helped you deal with the employees along the way. hundred percent. So let's take you back to that moment. You, you get into EO, you're, you're getting your feet wet. You're understanding what it's like to be in form. And what was a, I guess, a challenge that brought you to form with a presentation that you would like to share? Well, in first, my, my forum, they, I think a lot of people look at what we do and they're like, oh my God, you like work around all this beautiful stuff and you go to these beautiful places. And sometimes it's hard for people to understand. What, what do you do exactly again? Just So I have an event planning company okay. and um, we do destination weddings and events. I'm not too involved with that company anymore because it's been over 20 years and I've set up a process and have a great team. I now spend my time more teaching workshops and speaking all over the world, primarily in the hospitality industry, just because that is my industry with hotels and resorts and working with, with teams and leaders on a lot of the things that they don't have access to, that EO gives us access to, and helping them understand my whole pitch is how to be present in everyday life. And how you do that is calendar blocking. You know, I don't talk about the how. It's just, it's fun, but you can have fun as an entrepreneur and really free yourself of all the rat race madness if you live your life 80-20 and think about the capacity and you block your time. And so I do what I want to do now. <laughs> like I do what I want to do. I mean, you know, you put in the hard work and you put in the years and we have a great team and, you know, we have people coming and going all the time, but, you know, out with the old and with the new brings new things and technology is changing. So anyway, my forum doesn't always understand what I do, but at this point, uh, this was many years ago when I joined EO, I would say the biggest challenge for me, thank God for my forum, was when we were completely going to change our business model. Um, because a mentor through EO, my very first mentor, Andy Bailey, he's like, what are you doing? Like, you're all over the place. He's like, you got to focus and, and get track of your time. And it's funny because here we are 10 years later and he's teaching, you know, boundless on paper. And I'm like, here's the power of calendar blocking online. And I put in Andy Bailey and I got chills because I'm like, literally to this month, 10 years ago, we were sitting in Nashville talking about all my companies and consolidating and changing the plan. And here he is 10 years later teaching people how to do it on paper. But I teach people more on the productivity side on calendar blocking. So it's just funny, you know, how it all comes full circle. But he's like, you've got to get track of your time. You're saying yes to everything. We were doing over 250 events a year, which is a lot. And, um, I, and we weren't really profitable because I didn't have a business manager. I didn't have an accountant. You know, I met all these people through EO and that changed my life when they wrote down the numbers and said, you did 30 something weddings for free last year. And yet it cost you money. I, I'm not a numbers girl. So what year is this? This was 2012. 
2012. You'd forsaken your last name. Mm. I mean, you're supposed to make a profit. Angel. Well, that's my ex-husband's last name. <laughs> and I was only like 21 years old and it didn't work out. And he's a good person. It's just, I'm an entrepreneur and he was in the National Guard and in the military. And it's a very controlled environment. We need those people. But entrepreneurs and military, if you oh, don't man. get therapy and you don't understand each other, y'all, it just ain't going to work. FaceTime, texting, none of that stuff existed back then when all this happened. Um, so yeah, it just didn't work out. But professionally, everyone knew me with that, that last name, <laughs> but it's not spelled like profit. Like I'm not trying to be cute, right? Um, but I do preach that now, that if you are not making a profit, <laughs> if it don't make money, it don't make sense. You know, it's just, yeah. you really have to understand. But without EO and without my forum teaching me all these tools, I wouldn't have known what to do when I was trying to shift my business model. I like to tell my team that the, the profit powers the purpose. So if your company yes. has a purpose and you're making a profit, you can do more of that and bring more good to the world, right? That's awesome. Yes. It's a tool. I didn't make that up, by the way. <laughs> so so you're, 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 you're not making your last name. You're not making a profit. So you're struggling. And you, uh, how did you go about going to your form? What, what, was, the, what was the problem you were suffering from? The, okay, the real problem is that I have a 100% close rate. And when I meet with people, it's a yes, period. So when Andy was like, no, let's track your time and let's see. I'm like, no, you don't understand. He's like, no, you don't understand. Answering your phone and doing this 24-7 and texting. And this is madness. And I'm like, I'm going to lose clients. And he's like, no, they will show up differently. You are in control. How many events do you want to do? How many weddings do you want to do? And all the things that I was going to leadership wise, it wasn't teaching us about that. It was teaching us about the pretty things, which we love doing as creatives and entrepreneurs, but that's not what keeps you going. And it's not what, what fuels the passion. And so I didn't really, uh, Andy helped me put together and say, okay, how many do you want to do? Um, only do full service. We split apart design because that's when Pinterest was coming out. So it was an opportunity to split apart planning, which is there's a, a million steps you have to do. And no matter if you have five people or 5 million people at your wedding, or you spend $50 or you spend $5 million, the steps are the same period. But on the design side, it's a completely different avenue. So they taught me about offering different services, how to communicate that, how to do the contract. And then I started to meet with people. And the first four people said, you charge like an attorney. Like, we're not doing this. Because the, the model we were doing, no one in town was doing. And um, I had to learn through EO. It doesn't matter what everyone else is doing in my industry. It's the value. And we do do things differently. And I started to understand that when I started to travel and speak and teach. I'm like, oh, we do have something special. It's called psychology. Everything we do is based on the person's personality that I'm talking to and just little things I can very quickly tell just how people, you can tell from an email or looking at a Pinterest board, how people respond to things, what they are and customizing that message. And it helps people take a step back and think before they react. And, but at the time my confidence was crushed. So I couldn't even use my own. It's like I was stalled and my forum kept saying, no, Angela, this is how you run a business. This isn't a hobby anymore. So the reason I, didn't, I wasn't a numbers girl, there was always money in my bank. I always worked and I had money saved. So I never really paid attention. Everything's on auto in my life, which is not good, people. You should at least evaluate at least once a year. I'm not telling you what to do just from experience. I'm like, oh, that's a $23,000 mistake. Well, um, how, how was this, this, this part of your life, part of your business showing up with you? 
personally? Like, it's one thing to say you're not making money, but how is it really affecting you? Angela? Oh my gosh, it was terrible. I but who was Angela then? Um, a very scattered person behind the scenes, like, um, you know, making people think I have it all together, which you know. I have it together because I was instilled from being a gymnast young that you have to have a process and you have to do the same thing every day to get better or you're not going to get better. And so really being a gymnast like that instilled in me what I needed to do to be a successful business owner. So I thought be I thought success to me and again this is where what is your definition of success? I thought it was doing 250 events a year with all these employees and all these people who needed me, right? It was like, I need to be needed. And so it felt good of like the text and the emails and the phone calls. Busyness. It's almost like I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like an adrenaline thing. But then when you learn another side of it through EO and it's like, no, I mean, it's the complete opposite of everything that I thought that I knew. And that's not what really running a business means. And so I got access to new information where I could shift my mindset. And, and I did the work because I did not want to feel like that anymore. I was so unhealthy. I mean, I didn't sleep. I would drink Coke constantly to stay up three nights in a row. My hair was falling out. I gained a ton of weight. I mean, you guys know. You know me for a long time. You've seen me go up and down and up and down. You look terrific. It's just, well, now, but <laughs> the point is, is like... <laughs> What you focus on and where you put your energy and where you know your capacity. And I do very elementary things like color code. It works. But again, 90% of the me taking these tools and using them, it comes from EO. But you got to do the work. Mm. You got to do the work. And so going to my forum and saying, oh my gosh, these people are saying no. I got to go back to my old business model. And they encourage. Well, They're like, no, as, keep as, going. As someone who has uh, intentionally made my life simpler, I have found myself in the last month and a half filling that time with other crap that I don't need to be doing. And, right. And so it takes a lot of discipline. So how how do you how how do you how did you manage the discipline part of this? Through calendar blocking. Through so we color coded my my online calendar. And it seems so elementary, but Andy's like, when you look at it in a week, what is your balance? And so we have red for meetings, meaning that's my face only, blue for the things that I need to do on the business, and I can do it at home and it's flexible time. Green is billable time, so that's client work behind the scenes that we're working on because we track our hours with our clients. And then um, orange is like personal, like workout time, get my hair done time. And so when you look at a week, back then you asked who was Angela. Angela from 6 o'clock in the morning till 4 a.m. It's just, it was just red. There was no me time. There was no family. I would go to family dinners and my dad's like, put your goddamn phone down. Yeah, yeah. You need to be here. And I'm like, no, daddy, you don't understand. There's so many emails. There's like a thousand. And he's like, you don't understand. And then my dad got cancer and he died. You know, and it's like, I wish I, now I understand that, you know, being older and having more life experience, like what that means. But presenting the, the things to my forum, you know, I was kind of the baby of the group. So it's almost like they loved seeing that vulnerability. And because I almost didn't even know how to present a presentation because I'd never done it before. Because I'm used to everyone coming to me for help. No one asked me, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. How can I help you? Because the people around me were not the right people to help me get to where I wanted to go. 
You know, it, it, a lot of things that show up with a lot of things that you were saying, and I'm reading a book called Letting Go. We spend a great deal of our life having and the act of having by doing, but we really are trying to be. Ooh, I love just that. trying to be. And what you're saying is like, you want to be here. You want to be in the now. You want to just be part of the experience. And what we tend to do is do, 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 do. And we, we feel like we're getting, but, but we're not. Like the purpose is that we're not being for our dad. We're not experiencing what we're supposed to be experiencing. It was just breath. We're, we're, we're here today having a conversation on how to be. Because at the end of the day, that's what I'm discovering is we're just trying to be. And what you were saying about your time blocking is just like being, setting the intention of the time, right? You're basically saying what Dave Ramsey is asking you to do, spend your money on paper. But no, why don't you know, spend your time on paper before the month begins. Mm -hmm. And then you can, you know, have an outcome of something. Like, Mm -hmm. what do we want? We have to think about it. We have to imagine it. What, What is your dream what is Angela's dream? What What is your, what's the outcome? Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Well, and so going back to the the time thing is, I like to call it pots, you know, because we, y'all, I can't grow anything, but like I grow up and live around flowers <laughs> with my industry. But if you, when you plant something, you know, in a pot, your seed grows. And so if you have at least four time pots of your personal life, and your professional life, your work life, or even if you're a soccer mom, you have to show up for other people, like with with kids. And then you've got to have your growth pot. And then you've got to have the meeting pot where your face is required, or there's still a task that has to be done, but someone else can do it. And so those are like the different pots just, you know, from mentally just to close that loop. Okay, what was the question? <laughs> what, what, why, 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 why are you doing it? At the end of the day, what's your vision? What is your- oh, what do I want? Okay, it's funny. So Andy's like, what do you want? So when I went to a private island for my very first time, which I didn't even know that was a thing, um, I went there and it's this tiny little island in Antigua called Jumbie Bay. And I'm like, my dream, I told Amy, I'm like, I want to buy a private island and I want it to be the happiest island in the world because I know what drives people based on their personality. It's the whole foundation of every business I work with, every client and couple we help with. Like it is everything, which really goes to communication. And then I, I, I went to this private island and then I'm like, I started traveling pretty much for a living and working on a lot of private islands. And then I'm like, I don't know. I don't need to own and a private this, island. Is this not the dream anymore? <laughs> no, I'm like, I just like to be the consultant <laughs> and then I can go in and help them. It's always, it's always the people. It's, it's a huge miss when you don't put your people first, especially in hospitality. They're people taking care of people. And when you don't take care of your people and there's a culture problem or there's one bad egg or there's mental illness and it's not being handled. It's like those types of situations where doing weddings on these islands, they're like, well, how are you so happy? Because wedding planners have a rap, like that we're some crazy bitches. We are control freaks, but let me be clear. I'm a control freak. Because I value an experience. And if one person doesn't do their part, or if they have a new person who's not appropriately trained on what the goal is, because they haven't been communicated the way they need to hear it, that's a problem. And it's a hole and it's a gap. 
So just by traveling, you know, some of these GMs have said, can you come in and help us understand how you build your team and how you build? And so that's how the consulting started. And now I'm like, I don't want to own anything. I'm, I'm in the phase of life today, right now. It depends on when you hear this or watch this. Of I just want to travel the world and meet people and connect with people where I can make an impact for my pain. Mm. Because my therapist said, you know, I, I have so much guilt, like from my dad and everything. It's like, I don't want to start crying. But she's like, I want you to use your pain and not being present for your family for 10 years, thinking that you needed to like build this big empire, which I made it up in my head. No one told me I had to do that. <laughs> um, and you're thinking that you have to do all these things. And she's like, instead of living in regret and being depressed about it and just beating yourself down, let's transform it into a, a positive message. And, and again, this is where EO people have helped me really craft my story. And uh, COVID was great for us because I t was able to take more of a step back, get better in shape. We shifted from software to wellness. <laughs> you know, so a lot shifted based on my personal experiences. And now all these people in my industry, they're buying treadmill desks because I bought a treadmill desk. <laughs> you know, so it impacts other people's lives and they're losing weight and they're becoming more healthy and they're learning to eat better and they're learning to spend their money on good, clean food rather than going to Starbucks every day and spending $30 a day. So it's just the information. It's like, I don't want my mom's trying to get me to build another house right now. I'm like, I don't want stuff. It, I, yeah. I like nice things, but it's not about the stuff. It's about the memories and the impact and the people and the connection and the fun. It's just the it's energy. helping people at the end of the day. And I it think is. that's why EO is just a draw for all of us because you get an opportunity in form to hear a struggle that you're like, Oh yeah, been there. Let's talk. I yes. I want to let go of this out of me because it's a pain. It's like a piece of pain that we walk around with and it's seeking an expression because we have earned so much of lessons out of that. The, the, the act of helping someone is so beneficial and that's what we get to do. And so when you were in your businesses where it was, you needed to, to change the game. Was it that you were ready to change or you resistant to change? And did the, did the form navigate that resistance or were you just open for it? Oh my God. I, I knew I had to do something different <clears throat> because I knew that I couldn't keep doing what I was doing because I was getting sick. So like, for example, I get the flu and then I'd be at the laying on the skirmahorn in a room while I have a, a team with a radio. And my mom's like, this is crazy. You need to be in the hospital. And like that kept happening. So I knew I had to change. I wasn't resistant at all. I'm like, tell me what to do and I will do it because Every one of you, all eight of you in here have all, have all been through multiple things. I mean, there were people in there who've had multiple businesses of 12, 13 figures. Like, so I listened to those people. It was painful. I think for me personally, it was more of a, a self-esteem hit than anything because I was always, I was the yes girl. And I liked sickly of people are like, Angela's like a robot. She doesn't need a lot of sleep. And then Pat Summit died of Alzheimer's and all this sleep stuff came out. And I went to UT and I loved her. And I'm like, oh shit, I got to sleep. And that's when I went to a doctor and I, you know, started, I took Ambien didn't work, took melatonin, but I started to understand and try different things based on recommendations that people in my forum would talk about. And like my employees and my team members, 
at that time, I'm not going to talk to them about this shit because they don't even understand. And they're probably not going to tell me, oh, I have a sleep problem too. I take these pills. Like that's just, things weren't like that back then. Now with COVID, people are way more, I mean, I have a great relationship. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, okay, to you, mom, but like, let's work through it. And I love that they come to me for these things because I don't judge. Mm. I don't judge. We all go through hard shit, Mm. period, the end. Like, Mm. and and I think it's healthy to talk about it and to talk about therapy and to talk. I mean, you know, for me, a lot of it is like therapy. Now, did you get coached uh, when you did your your presentation for that particular subject? Yes, I did. Yeah, one of our members. And what was was the... Was it because a, a lot of times we go get coached, you, you kind of make a decision sometimes in the coaching, like you, you, you can get an outcome. And then it's like you're just going through the motions when you actually do a presentation. And was that experience like that for you or? Again, life changing. Yeah. There's a framework and it works. Mm-hmm. And when you follow the process, the framework, the pattern, whatever it is, it works. Mm-hmm. And so when you veer from the process, it creates gaps. It creates confusion. And so having that clear framework and the presenter working through it, and again, it brought me clarity when, oh, I just need to do this and do this. But then doing the work is different from talking about it. Uh, (laughs) That's the hard part. Yeah, there's a lot of steps after you you say yes to the change. So what did, how long did the process take from like, I got to change the way I'm doing business? Was it baby steps into it or... 27 months to be exact. Oh, wow. And how I know this is because most people at the time would hire our company and engage with us about 14 months in advance at least. And so the old events and weddings and things that we were doing at the old rate and me looking at the next year and how much that cost me, you know, because our contracts, it it changed the way we did everything. Because like our industry takes 50% in the beginning and then 50% before the event. Well, if you're an event planner and you live in Tennessee and you don't travel, you don't have other means of income, it's this very seasonal thing. If you don't do holiday parties, if you don't do other executive retreats. And so you live like a squirrel. And when I got divorced, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> there was only one income. <laughs> and so I had to fucking figure it out mm. or somebody had to figure it out for me. And that's where I learned um, outsourcing is the best thing ever. And the experts that come in and tell me how to do things. Now, not that they're perfect. And I have learned that I need to pay attention and I need to be aware at least once a month, but I don't need to control everything. And I don't need to tell everybody what to do. So finding the proactive people to help me again, all coming through, it's just, it's been life changing for, for so many reasons. So 27 months. Yeah. So then we finally were able to sign our new contracts and it was 27 months until that first event that we were got executing. It. Oh, got it, got it. Where they were on the full, new. Full so we went to um, a monthly. We went to a monthly. So it would help me when I got a divorce. He's like, okay, you've got 12 months that you need to make money. And he's like, let's really think about this. What do you want? I'm like, I don't want to work holidays. I've missed every holiday with my family for the past 10 years. And now my dad's gone. I want to be home or I want to be traveling or taking my family somewhere around the world to a cool place that I've already been. So how can we do that? And so that's where the time tracking came in for the planning. And we split apart the design again, lots of details. But at the end of the day, you've got to know where your time is going and you have to make sure it's profitable. So when my family and friends are like, and I have this thing in Italy, can you just help out and sponsor and da-da-da-da? And I'm like, 
we have a we have a framework and it's like we have a hard cost of what the labor is going to be what it's going to cost the company to do it if i want to volunteer my time and i look at my capacity i can say yes or no it doesn't mean i don't want to do it it's just sometimes i'm like what's your time frame in the next three months we're completely at capacity you know it is something that's showing up for me as you were talking and uh, i lost my father-in-law during covid and his death shaped our family tremendously. And it was, it was a pivotal moment for my family. And I'm noticing that with you, with your dad passing, it Very was much. like the, it was like, you probably had a sensation in you that it was off the, just the business, the, mm -hmm. the, the stress, the, how your body was being abused by this stress. Cause mm -hmm. this is what it is. And it was something so profound as a death to, to flip you into decision-making. As an entrepreneur, if you've ever had a near-death experience, that's what drives change. Oh, yeah. So it's my dad dying and then me. I almost, I've had COVID really bad. I actually almost died for real. Um, and I made good bye videos to like my nieces and nephews and my team members. And my doctor's like, you have to get in shape. You are so overweight and you are so out of shape because I was sitting for 10 months building a whole nother company for social media strategy. And 90% of our clients were young members. But we had 10 figures ripped out from under me mm. in 48 hours for mm. all the events events we were doing. And when I, when I heard from Jim, Amir Jahangir, who was my groom, who like led the Nashville team and all the infectious disease with like all the, the COVID stuff, he's like, and you're not doing any events for a year. Mm. Like, and that helped me know, okay, confirming with all of my clients, what are we going to do? And then learning to build 3D online campuses and weddings and the metaverse, like the shit we're doing now. I'm like, this is crazy, but I love technology. Like I'm very much into VR. We build cool floor plans and stuff. And and um, the virtual conferences are great. It gave us a great opportunity. We actually made more revenue in a year than we probably did in the last three years from profit because it was a needed thing and no one knew how to react. No, we, we didn't have a backpack and a compass on how to do it, but it, Again, it reminded me, it's never about the money. It's a purpose and a need. Like all my friends and EO people, they're like, oh, you do all this social media stuff and all this content. We have time now. And, but again, I lost myself and it happens every few years when something bad happens or a tragedy happens and um, it comes in threes. It's like divorce, death, and then, I don't know, it was like something else. You know, it's it's always big things. With me, it was COVID. My, then my dog got cancer, who's like my child. Um and then like some things happened in my family. My sister's very sick and she has four children. And so your time, you have to make a choice. Like, where do you want to show up? I know my impact with my nieces and nephew are way more important right now at their ages that I, I need to be there for them. And so that's where you want to set aside the time, but they have to be ready to listen. And sometimes... You know, uh, I, in family dynamics, I, and it's hard to say, but, you know, I don't get along with my sister. We don't speak and um, it's because we're different people. But I, I think she's a great mom and she's a stay-at-home mom and that's great. But she feels like she, I am, she's less than, you know, because I travel the world and I do all these great things. And this is where therapy comes in. But I don't want it to affect the children. Like my thing is like, I just want to make an impact on people so that they can make good decisions. Because even when I was in high school, 
there's people who did stupid shit and it follows them to today, like even professionally. And so I tell the kids, I'm like, you're going to work in any of my companies or your uncle's company? Because my brother's an EO too with his company. I'm like, either of our companies, you got to keep your shit straight. Because my, our parents said, you be nice to everybody. You be nice and you be kind to everyone. And the hospital taught me that working, you you can look so put together and smile. I mean, it just happened to one of our clients and you never know what's going on and you wake up and people die from it because they don't have an outlet mm-hmm. and they don't know that there's help. You know, you're, you're, you're telling the story and I wonder, are you able to make a tough decision without tragedy? No, no. It takes a near-death experience for, for me. And, and, and talking to a lot of different entrepreneurs, they're like, God, yeah, you're right. It takes a really bad thing that is so painful that you never want to do that again. And every single big pain that I've had, like my computer crashing in college, the flood in 2010 and having eight displaced weddings, you know, you, we, we have our stories. Um, that was one of the speakers who said, you have your, your foundational stories that shape you into who you are today. And it's those very painful things where I'm like, I never want to feel like this again. I never want to be like this again. What can I do different? So I never have to do that again. And I'm, I am like psycho gung ho. -ho. When I say I'm going to do something, (laughs) I fucking do it. I I have a feeling that it's absolutely like, that's I've always loved your energy. Yeah. <laughs> You've always had like a ton of good energy. And that's probably how you've been successful is it's all, all we do is energy. Absolutely. We're just, we're just maintaining our own energy so we can help others with their energy. And so after you have made this transition in the form, like if you were to go back, well, let's just today, mm-hmm. let's say a new EO member joins forum. Mm-hmm. Your little sister mm-hmm. is doing the exact same thing. How do you help the little sister, mm-hmm. the little Angela, yeah. right, that thinks she can do everything? Mm-hmm. How do you do that without giving her advice? Well, so there's, there's a couple of things. The first thing to, to know is, and I've had to learn this the hard way, is, you know, because I've, I've actually been through this with my little brother and I'm like, oh my God, there's this thing and there's this thing and there's this tool and this tool. And I just vomited. <laughs> and he's like so overwhelmed to begin with being a, f- a fairly newer business owner. Um, and so don't do that. Like I, I've learned, like, don't do that because then they just kind of shut down. I saw a great quote. Um, it was something about information overload is like, I'm trying to think and see the image, but I, it was like something about po- too much information is like the poverty of something. And it, and I was like, oh my gosh. And that's the feedback I get on from everyone. They're like, your frameworks are great. You're very entertaining. Your stories are batshit crazy. But it's so much information that we can't even process it. And so where I think, um, I I just want to help. I just want to give value because that makes me feel good. I feel fulfilled when I can make other people happy. Now, let's not be confused that there's irrational people out there that you're never going to make happy and you can't beat yourself down for it. Like, that's what I had to learn. But... I, the, the, I had to learn like with, with even with my brother or if my sister was coming in is, is let them have the experience and the path. Like the framework is set up. And then when it's time, when it's time, that's when they come to you and ask, just like with our weight loss experience, when mm-hmm. people come and say, what the hell are you doing? 
that's when you have a little bit of a window to then use your experience. I'm, I'm a big gestalt girl. When the time is right. And, and, and it's ready. so hard. But he, again, you, he had to feel the pain. Yeah. before he's like, I know you said this, but, um, or somebody else, this happened yesterday in his forum, a forum member said something to him. And I'm like, he's like, I know you said this, but hearing it from someone, I was like, it doesn't hurt my feelings that you don't listen to me. Cause I did the same thing. I never take it personally. So I would just say like, wait till the right time. Instead of like, just telling everybody everything right then, like there's a, there's an appropriate time and place and instead of like being excited for them like let let them come to you Mm. and that's and a therapist helped me with that even when she's like don't go home to your family dinners and monopolize the dinners with all of your pictures of all over the world you know your sister and and so we don't you know we want to make it about them and, and I want to make them the most comfortable they can be um but they have to do their part too and when the other party doesn't do their part, when do you shift your energy into something else? And when do you give up? And so that's where EO Forum, you know, acts very much like therapy where they can say every single person in every single form I've been in, none of us are best friends with our, our, our family because we're so different and we don't recognize those differences that it's okay if you don't want to be married and you don't want to have kids and you want to travel the world. It's okay if you want to work at the same company for 30 years. There's nothing wrong with you. It's your personality and it's what fuels you. But I know for a fucking fact, 70% of the people that I worked with and I work around, they are unhappy as shit. Mm. I'm not dying like that. Mm. I'm not going down like that. And I'm not going to let anybody else around me because they're in a pity party I can only help you so much. I can't fix you. You've got to want to do the work. So that's where it's like, I'll put a timeline on myself. And that's, again, going back to capacity. And Jay Shetty says, people come in and out of your life like seasons for a reason. And a lot of women, I don't know if men do, if you struggle where it's like, this relationship is done. It's just time to move on. And that's okay. It's okay. I've experienced that uh, many times in life. It's and just I just simply back away. Yeah. <laughs> and just go, this is not working for me anymore. Sayonara. This is this it's is healthy. great, Angela. Thank you so Thank much you for, for joining us. I think this is a, a wonderful podcast to listen to if you're in that place where it's not working and your body says it's not working. You do feel it in your soul it's not working. You have a form. You have people out there. Now, if someone hears this story is isn't inspired and, and wants to reach out and maybe – Pick your brain a bit. Yeah. How would they find you? Yeah. Well, and go on, your health is your wealth. So my dad always said, you can always make more money, but you can never buy your time back. And it's so true. Um, my website, AngelaProfit.com, two Fs as in fun and two Ts as in time. Ah, she has <laughs> said com. that a couple of times. The branding master here. Right. <laughs> thank you, Angela. Thank Thanks, you, guys. Eric. So uh, thank thank you, you, Nashville Entrepreneur Organization for watching this latest episode of The Decision. Thanks for listening to The Decision Podcast by Nashville EO. We'll see you again next time and be sure to click subscribe to get future episodes. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, 
Would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at AngelaProfit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.